So, Batman. So sleazy. Um, what the hell are we going to talk about? It's, it's not That's like always some... been the plan since Crown Jewel, bro. Ooh, let's talk about that on the wrestling show. Another wonderful episode. Uh, today we have a man that, well, he, he's looking spiffy. Um, that gentleman is Chip Willett. He is here today. Hey guys, how's it going? And then, of course, our wonderful friend up north who needs to pay another $15 to get anything shipped to him. It's Ryan Williams. Hey, yo, it's fucking bullshit. I got to pay $70 for a hoodie that my fucking slogan's on. <laughs> well, uh, technically, now I am that friend up north. Technically, well, yeah. I mean, I have just as many up north and as down south now. I, in fact, no, wait. I think you're What's the, the furthest north of me, too. I would say you're the yeah, furthest the- south. You, mm-hmm. you're you're the southerner. I'm the, the southerner. Holy shit. So you're the racist. I am the racist now. So this on is... this election day. Yeah, right. <sighs> um, obviously, if you guys uh aren't familiar, we do stream on Twitch this these episodes live on Tuesdays. So if you guys are listening uh on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., wherever you get your normal podcast, you want to see the video version of this, or you want to just enjoy the live nature. That is Twitch. We do do this on Twitch at twitch.tv slash sleazy and the fat man. We actually have better faces for uh, radio, so they probably should stay away from that idea. Yeah. Probably. We kind of perpetuate the stereotype of, you know, fat guys and basements and whatever. Hey, I'm on a bald, bald, (laughs) bald. Bald, I'm yes. Not bald. Fat, yes. I'm not bald. Hang on. Bald, yes. No, but I'm yes. not fat. I'm Basement. not fat. I'm just bald. Basement. Okay. No. And now I'm going there. Ryan is fat, bald, and in a basement. So allow me I'm to eat my chocolate in peace. Okay. You fat I'm- fuck. As he's drinking, what's this college again? Seven slices of pizza, three fucking cheeseburgers, and a vitamin water. And a fucking vitamin zero. And then a fucking a diet coke, pretty much, yeah. Mm. Uh, so I am drinking something that has zero sugar, also. Yeah, good. See, we 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 cut the calories. We're gonna drop pounds like it's going out of style. So, uh, Saudi. I guess, I guess Deets isn't coming on then. Well, he said he's 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 coming on. Uh, so taking dog out then. Okay. Brandon Dietz will be uh, uh, joining us shortly. Let's quickly, uh, like really, really quickly talk about Raw. Um, It's the Raw after. What the fuck is this? Now, Fat Man's already kind of 
referenced a bunch of this in his article. If you haven't checked out the, the articles that Batman's doing for the weeklies, check them out on the wrestling show.com. I want to specifically talk about the theory cashing. Okay. So at what point are we going to acknowledge the fact that there is every single time it's been known that the contracts for a world title championship, how is he able to do it on the U S champion? Wow. Is it world title? This year they title? did state it was for a championship opportunity. So yeah, uh, it didn't say world. It was any is. title. He had his choice. That's why he showed up on the next and threatened to uh, take it away from Braun Breaker. That's why he's been teasing it with the United States title for a while. So yeah, they didn't make that stipulation here. They said any title any time this year. Yeah, we have to watch he- the Miz lose a cash in and be giving it back. That's what I think is going to happen. Because be like, oh, that was supposed to be an open challenge or whatever fucking nonsense that is. Okay, so my, my problem with it is there's 17 years of history about it being a world championship opportunity. And yes, they may have specified any title, but that's not what the fans assumed because there's 17 years of history. Two, he hasn't teased cashing in on the U.S. title. He did it last night for the first time. So that was stupid. Three, technically, during the open challenge, the bell never rang. So he cashed it in while there was an open challenge still there. Then Rollins got his ass kicked by Lashley. And Theory still, even though Lashley did interfere, but Theory still couldn't put Rollins away and he lost. This 100% makes Austin Theory look like a fucking goober. Um, and there was, and I keep saying this, a million different ways that they could have done this, and they went with option one billion. Like, it makes no sense to me. I was reading an article today, and they were like, they were talking about the match. And they were saying how it this is basically the only way they can keep Austin Theory relevant by throwing him in the argument with having him run two feuds with one with basically Rollins and one with um, Lashley. And I mean, it kind of makes sense. It makes no sense. Absolutely I mean, makes no sense. To keep him relevant, someone that was so relevant when McMahon was around, this is the only way to keep him relevant. No, it's not, the only relevant way. it's not the only way to keep him relevant. It's not, though. Yeah, You could still have him being a feud with them and not cash in on a mid-card title and look fucking idiotic in the process. You actually nerfed him, is what you did. You made you, it even worse. You made it worse. For one, he's not relevant at all anymore. And two, you don't didn't have to have him. If you if if he wasn't, yes, he was Vince McMahon's guy, and Triple H didn't want him to have money in the bank. Okay, fine. If you wanted him to lose, okay, fine. They could have just had him try to cash in on Reigns in Saudi, get his ass kicked, and lose. And that's one hundred billion times better than what they did last night. 
and yet I still don't believe that they should have done that either. I th- honestly, if they wanted it off of him, they should have transferred it to somebody else. You know, here's, here's a, a better way of doing it, in my opinion. Okay. Let's say they want, he wants to have multiple titles. Okay. Theories like, I don't just want a world championship. I want the U.S. title as well. Okay. I'll put up my money in the bank briefcase for a, a shot at your uh, U.S. championship because I'm so confident that I can take that title off you. Bobby Lashley interferes. He loses the, the money in the bank thing. It's off of him, but it's still out there. Which is another option that could have easily been done instead of the bullshit that they did last night. And Brandon Dietz has joined the show. Welcome. What are we complaining about? Uh, the nonsensical what are we last night. So he's in the ultimate class of non-cash-in winners. Quickly, trivia. Name them. Cena and Corbin. There's one more. There's one Corbin's more. not one. Corbin Corbin's is absolutely one. Corbin, Corbin is absolutely one. Corbin lost his match. That's what we're talking about. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. The, the, the no, losers. You're talking about guys that cashed in and won but didn't win the title. Correct. No, we're talking about, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. A cash in that Corbin, didn't Corbin won. won. Corbin didn't win his match. Only Cena and Theory have cashed in, won the match, but not won the title. But Theory didn't win his match. He lost. Theory won by DQ. No, he didn't. No, he lost. He lost. He lost. That's what makes it even worse. If my eyes read incorrectly, I do apologize. Your eyes definitely You definitely did read incorrectly. Yes, because Bobby Lashley got They did a stupid count-out spot. Theory came in at 11, actually, not 10 or 9. It was actually 11. And then he he ate a stomp in rounds one. Weird. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it even worse. Uh, he got. Wasn't also. Uh, oh my God. Why? Uh, Damian Sandow. Isn't yes. he a part of this? Sandow yes. is the third one. Yeah. That, that was my. Fourth, the fourth one. Yes. Yeah. That was the one that I was I don't waiting know for. Me. So what's up, boys? We're bitter. We're pissed. And uh, we're going to talk about Saudi show. To be I even mean, more bitter than pissed. Yeah. About Crown Jewel? I guess. I don't know. I'm just trying to make conversation. Crown Jewel was... I didn't mind it. Well, we'll it get great. to it. Anyway, Theory got fucking absolutely... Looked like a goober last night, and it was unnecessary. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Crown Jewel opened up because Brock Lesnar wanted to get his shit in. Brock Lesnar versus... Mike is sharing a screen? Yeah, it's me. I know, Ooh, but why sure. are you staring us? Oh, Ooh. okay. Good. Uh, so one Bobby... of the things that we're going to do, uh, we're going to play around with. Is uh, that... uh, uh, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> is that we're going to actually have a, a stopwatch just on the off chance we go too long, mainly because of me, but whatever. Yeah. So we got, we're going to do what, two minutes per person? Yep. All right. So Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Match with six minutes. Canton gave this two and three quarters. Let's go with Chip first. Um, 
I would say I wouldn't go two and three quarters, maybe two and a half. It just, I don't know. It, it, it didn't do it for me. It missed big time. They could have done so much more than they did with it. And I just was un, uninvested the whole time. Beats. Less than 12 minutes. Y'all well, expecting a 30 minute, 30 minute epic? This, this is exactly what it was. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yes, this was great. Great three and a, at least three and a quarter. Do this while I'm sleeping. Can you do this while I'm sleeping? My wife is yelling at me for doing a podcast right now. They're not shit. Uh, I like the pacing. I like the finish. I had no problems with it. Fun match. Uh, Good way to start off. Overrated piece of shit. Um, Lashley dominating the match was the right call. Lashley um, beating, obviously being the shadow of Lesnar was the right call. The And Sleazy said that the ending looked like desperation. I get that. I understand that. But the execution of it just did not come across as that. It came across as it was sloppy. The execution was sloppy. That's that's that was my gripe. Um, I agree with Chip. Okay, match for a house show, two and a half stars. I also agree with you guys. Two and a half stars. But my problem is, I I like the finish. I, I and and I know we don't get me wrong. I like the finish. It was just done poorly. No, I liked the way it was done. He struggled to do it. Just the wall. No, you're wrong. I High flyer, flippy floppy to make that look good. That needed to look ugly because it was two big men, two no, medium slap of meat. That shouldn't have been a smooth flow yes, to that it finish. Should've. You know why it should have? Because it looked dumb. And I know how you love it when I say no, it was dumb. So it was dumb. It wasn't dumb. I'm 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 putting my foot down on this one. It wasn't dumb. Which one? The one with nerve damage or the one without? Which foot? Wow. The one I'm going to be smacking you with. The one's going to shut up your ass. In um, he can barely lift his legs up to walk. Good luck with that. I uh, barely, barely. All right, uh, Chip. Oh, wait, you talked. Uh, the, 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 what's his name? The Canadian. But there's no point coming to me because he's not going to like my answer because I love the match. Thought it was good. And really enjoyed that finish because it made fucking sense because he shouldn't have been able to do that fucking smoothly. Yeah. You're so, right. Four so people say one thing, one person says something different. So I agree. So I'm the right. I'm, I'm well, no, I, 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 I was I was in the ball with liking it. Like I liked everything about it. it we great. all liked it. It's yeah. so I'm right. One like, person okay. didn't like the finish, and it was this asshole over here. No, it's so, like I didn't like so, the finish. I said it was executed poorly. Good, and it was good dumb. start. Good start. So to the show. if you open up your ears and shut your mouth, then you would actually hear that. Oh, instead of putting words because, in my mouth, which you always this do. This asshole over here just said the finish was dumb. Did I not well, hear that? I said Ryan's. I said I like. I'm doing this for Ryan because he loves it when I say it was dumb. Again, so if you open you're up just your ears and just shut your dumb. mouth. To piss off Ryan because it's fun. So you like the finish? I told you I like the finish. It was executed poorly. 
Again, for the fifth time I've said that, if you opened up your ears and shut your mouth, you would know. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I fucking do. (laughs) Women's tag team championship, Team Sleazy and the Fat Man versus Damage Control. Uh, 12 minutes and 50 seconds. Kenton gave this three stars. Ryan. I was wondering if you were going to go with the tag guy or the women's wrestling enthusiast on this one. Uh, very strange for the title change, but I like the flow on where it led into Raw and the war games, and it keeps giving these guys, these girls, a reason to feud and fight. There's no guarantee when you watch those titles defended now that the champions are actually going to retain, so it adds a bit more, ooh, maybe I should watch that match because you don't know what's going to happen with the women's tag titles anymore. Sleazy. Uh, wow. I have to agree. Um, the problem I have with the match itself was that why would you do it? Like swap the titles five days afterwards. And while you're debuting Nikki, Nikki cross, and eventually it's going to be a whole nother thing with, uh, the, um, what do they call it? The, the war games thing, spoiler, by the way. You know, it's, it, whatever. I love the match though, because there's Asians all over it and it's a women's tag match and come on, 19 stars. If it was in the Tokyo, it would have been 50. Yep. Um, I thought it was a good match. I gave it three and a quarter. Uh, I did wonder why they would change the titles, but Ryan's absolutely right. It, it adds uh, another dynamic. To the women's safety division, it gives them a reason to keep shooting into Survivor Series. So, yes, uh, Chip. Good match. Um, I was a little perplexed by the title change, but it lets us know that we can expect the unexpected all the time. It can happen anytime. Uh, and Triple H has proven that in his um, taking over of uh, the WWE and um, three and a half. Um, it was it was a good match. Uh, a lot, lot of talented women in it, and it sets up well for like like said, Raw and the uh, impending Survivor Series. <clears throat> All right, close it out, Deets. <clears throat> uh, three great match. Title change. I'm not too too bothered about. <laughs> hey hey hey, enough of that. Sorry, my dog's barking. Uh. Really, how do I put it this way? It was fun to watch, but also had some dead spots. But overall, I have no problem with it. It's a continuation of the storyline. Pro move, three. Another good, another good solid outing. No, nothing negative to say about it. All right. Let's go to the steel cage match. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. 13 minutes. John Kent gave this three. Deets started off for us. Thank you. I appreciate this. This was Karrion Cross's worst match ever. And I've been highly critical of his work. I've been normally very positive. I did not like the finish. Uh, if we're doing steel cages, door should be automatically removed. I can't stand the doorway exit thing. Normally it sets up, oh, somebody either gets hit or this stupid shit happens. Could no. Fuck off. It took it, it took away from the match. I'm no, no. Let this feud fucking end. I'm done. That it just uh 
th- this is my poop emoji. Poop emoji. Uh, poop, poop emoji match of the uh, of the night. <laughs> um, and I did not expect this. I I expected I expected this to be a hell of a lot better. Honestly, so, I th- think this was the worst match of the night as well. Um, what a dumb match. Um, Scarlett easily could have used the mace through the cage. Didn't have to wait for the door to be open because that's yep. stupid. Which, by the um, way, it wasn't mace, and, and Drew didn't know how to sell it. Um, McIntyre could have sell it. They they said Scarlett was like, "There's no way you could have win. Uh, you could have. You hit him. You hit him with the claymore, and you could have pinned him instead of trying to go up the cage." Okay, that was dumb. Um. Plus, the match was boring as hell. I guess Drew was sick with the flu, but still, this match just was bad. Th- this this match should have never went on. It was bad. Yeah, it, was, it should have never was, went And on. I know Ryan hates it when I say he was dumb, but this match was dumb. Ryan. I didn't hate the match. I mean, I know there's going to be a third match between these two guys, so it makes sense for Drew to get his win back. And it'd be with a little bit of shenanigans from Scarlett because, you know, blondes can't get heat for a manager. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like I said, probably wasn't the best match on the card because, again, you expect more of the two of these, especially in the cage match. But, like, I, I just feel they didn't give it all, just like the strap match. The strap match scored wasn't great because they knew there was going to be a trilogy of matches. The same opinion I have of Ty Valkyrie and Deanna Perez's matches. The first one we expected more because it was the two of them, and it was all right. And the second one was better, but it was we had such a bad taste out of our mouths the first time. The second time should have been way better. It was good. It just wasn't as better as we put it on a pedestal for. That's an interesting point, actually. So, um, are you really are, are you really calling this the pussy on the pedestal match? No, that's when Scarlett for the pole and Russo comes back. Fair enough. Okay, Sleazy, go ahead. I don't know how I, I can top that, but uh, yeah, the, the match was ridiculous. Putting pops. Putting pops is how you top it. Well, you'll be on top anyways. Um, God. Ridiculous. Uh, the, the finish was them trying to be creative about Scarlet interfering. Um but it just didn't look good uh, in comparison to another finish of this show. Um, my problem not only was the fact that you have her spraying mace, but you have her spraying mace on Drew and a ref for no reason at all. I don't know why she hit the ref. Um, the, the ref sold it better than Drew did. Well, that's the thing is that you... At that point, you can't really do anything with Drew. Drew needs some way to get back from there, especially if he's going to win the match. That doesn't make sense to do a May spot there. It really doesn't. What are you thinking? Um, So he's got a no-sell May spot where the last time he got Mace, he was out out cold for 10 minutes. He lost 100% of his HP. Yeah, it it, it 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 makes no sense at all. I, I don't understand it. And having Drew win in this way where it's like both guys come out of it like they, it was almost nothing to them. And it was a vicious steel cage match that they both walked away from. I Really? Uh, two stars. 
and it was the worst match of the night. Chip, close it up. Uh, I'm going to go one and three quarters. I was really looking forward to this because I'm a big Karrion Cross fan. It just did not come across. The whole Scarlet interference made no sense. I think the best part of the sell was the referee selling the, the, the pepper spray swap better than Drew did. Uh, but it, it's definitely... Um, if this is the what we're going to get from bringing Karrion Cross back. He should have stayed gone. I wouldn't go that far. I think they're just pushing... I don't think you go that far. And also with circumstances with Drew, like you can't put the, all the blame on Carrie and Drew with wrestling sick. And is this is technically his first feud back. So if he's if he's really not working well with Drew, and let's let's just say that for the sake of argument, that it's because the styles don't match, you can't just throw him away over two major matches like that. Um, if he's constantly having bad matches, then maybe the problem is you, Gary, and maybe you need to go back. But we know that for a fact that he's not bad in the ring, he's had banger matches everywhere, including in WWE. It's just that this these particular sets of matches haven't been great. Yo, dog, I heard you like trios matches. I do. Judgment Day versus the OC, 14 minutes. Can't give this three stars. Sleazy, go ahead. Thank God they had a, a, a Rhea Ripley answer. Crickets. Crickets. The fuck? Seriously. I mean, there, there's... I have a huge problem with the fact that they spent all this time building up to the fact that, well, we've got a solution for them, and the solution was not to have a solution, apparently. Really? Um cool we're so are we doing war games with the two of them or not anyone no i don't see how bloodlines not in the other war games right it's i agree it's custom made right there four on four four over here four five on five five on five five on five no four on yes no they're doing five Five on five 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 on fives no, they're doing the women's is five on five, so the men's is gonna be five on five. This and is the mixed match, it's four on four. So there, ha. Huh? So sleazy's wrong as always. So sleazy's wrong as always. Um whatever. Point being is that the match is wasn't great. It was obvious, finish is obvious. Two and a half right. stars. What was it? Two and a half stars. What was it? Okay, it's all okay, Max, for a house show. Dude, Thank you. Get the fucking gimmicks in, dickhead. Ryan. Uh, first off, fact check, five on five first match. Sleazy, you are wrong. Only reason why I know that is because four horsemen plus James J. Dillon. Yeah. 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 Are you guys yeah. done? Yeah, what? First War Games match in WWE was three on three on three. So fuck all of you. What? Right? I kind of like the three on three on three, though. I do, too. Until some catty bitch turns on me and then fucks me up in the middle of the cage. Uh, I like the progression the next night on Raw a little bit more because of the Rhea Ripley thing. And I feel like they are going to have a big fight style match but 
<laughs> I didn't hate this match. I kind of went where I was going, and you kind of got to keep Judgment Day strong. Like, they are your new heel faction on Raw. You might as well keep them big. 100% agree. Uh, I didn't hate the match either. I thought it was good. Uh, it did keep the Rhea problem story going, which they progressed to your weekly shows, which we talked about the last week or the week before, or actually now more important. Then your premium live events, because of premium live events, you don't really need any draws to be on them. So it makes sense for me again to come back. Sleazy creamed his pants. And, but I didn't expect it to happen here. I did expect it to happen at Raw or maybe the next week after Raw. But yes. Chip. Uh, this was, uh, it was, I mean, I thought it was going to be good just because of who was involved. And it furthered along the Rhea issue, which was um, uh, satisfied by the club getting Mia Yim. Three and three quarters. I just thought it it progressed very well. That these these guys are good every which way you look at it. Uh, Even Dominic is um, improving with these guys, match by match. So, Deets, close it out. So, gotta love Dominic Guerrero. So, the best living Guerrero that's currently out. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, match was good. Um, I appreciated it just because of the snoozer that we had before. Uh, I gave it three. Not good finish. Kept Judgment Day strong. I have no Carl with it. More Carl. More Carl Anderson though. I need more Carl. Need more Carl. I need the Never Open White Title. We Thank we you. didn't even bring that that up. They they're mentioning New Japan. They mentioned the Never Open White Title. They mentioned the IWGP Tag Team Champions. That's super cool, but I don't know how long that shit's gonna last. So I don't know how how uh, how much of a New Japan mark should we be here? You're a fucking mark. Sit the sh- fuck down. So when they mention, so when they mentioning, and I'm a Red Sox mark, sure, and Blinky. So sit the fuck down. I am Hello. sitting. I am sitting. Down. No, you're not. You're laying back. I'm actually sitting down. You got a pussy in your face too. You got I was pussy about to say in he- your legs. Yes, I do. I got a black pussy between my legs. Um. If only he so moments. when Sorry, I was Twitch. doing so when I was doing some research on a special anniversary thing that we're going to be doing that show they also did this was ten years ago they also did mention New Japan and mm-hmm. so WWE's been doing that for a while so I'm not shocked but I damn shocked they mentioned the Never Open Weight Title. That's what I'm more shocked about than anything yeah. else. And in, in JPW is talking about all about WWE nowadays. Everything yeah, is talking about WWE. An agreement with them and fucking Shinsuke to go over. So yeah, like I know that's it's not at NJPW Noah. though. That's Noah. Noah, but it went. There was NJPW connections for it as well as Noah connections. So again, they're doing this. It makes more sense that WWE is going to talk about this like they did with Mickey James during that stuff with Impact. WWE is not dumb. I'm not. Um, su- I'm not saying they're dumb. I'm just I, saying I'm they're shocked. not easy. Well, they're, they're they've never mentioned 
in a, a current champion. Right. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. They've in this respect. So it, with Mickey, it was a little bit different because she was on loan. But this is a current WWE superstar that's also a current champion of another promotion. That's never happened before. And that's new. And and is it does it matter? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, no. But it's an interesting moment to say, okay, take take some heat and give it to New Japan. I'm all for that. Fucking went to one New Japan show and now he's a mark for life. Uh, Braun Strowman versus uh, first Omos. No, 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 no. You're not going to play that fucking game with me right now. Yes, I am. And I just did. the fuck out of here. Braun Strowman versus Omos. Seven minutes and 20 seconds. Can't give this one and a half. I know Deets likes big man versus big man. Meaty man. Slapping meat. You're muted. Deets, you're muted. Big, meaty, man, slap it, eat, five-star bangers. I do believe Strowman called it a 37-star banger. 42. I love the troll job he pulled on Twitter, by the way. That was fucking great. Uh, listen, you're not <laughs> – we're not looking for the 30-minute bangers here, folks. We're just looking to drive a story. It's exactly what was told. Strowman is now the monster of all monsters. Yay, Omos can MVP can go play somewhere else. I didn't mind it. Two stars. Good so enough for outro. The the more I thought about this, the more I was like, oh, the wrong kid died, you know. So he's like, oh, they're gonna keep Strowman strong for Roman. And I'm just like, you don't really need to. Um, but the more I thought about this, the more I don't think the wrong kid died only because Omos did look really good in the match. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much the same thing as the Brock Lesnar matches. And when like Omos dominated him and then Strowman got a few moves in and won. So the moral of the story is, is that big black men can't be big white men. <laughs> yeah. Lashley won. No, Lashley did not win. Lesnar won. Lashley won last year. Or at oh, the Rumble. That's right. So Lashley's already beaten the big the black guy already yeah, he's beat already the white been, guy. Yeah, he, he's already beaten it. But on and, this show. <laughs> did anyone catch I think Fat Man caught it when they said black Lashley? No, Sleazy caught it. I caught so it. Michael Cole did. I'm just like and of course, I had Dell over here, so I really couldn't make the comment. So I texted my wife, but did you hear that? <laughs> I dropped like, oh my god, Sleazy, I haven't done this in a long time. What's that? I, I dropped the pencil. Oh, Jesus, classic. <laughs> Ashley's kind of far away, but <laughs> now I can't ever get it. Um, Sleazy, go ahead. Um, so yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as a moral victory more than anything else. I, there was no chance that Omas was winning here. Um, that being said, meh. It wasn't the worst match on the card. It was it it did its purpose. It was it was done in a way where you know 
two big guys fucking hossing the shit out of each other. It was better than the cage match. So it, eh. um, but I don't really care. I, I have no interest in Braun Strowman. Never did. Um, he's one of those guys that always rubbed me the wrong way ever since he was like, yeah, I, 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 these indie fuckers that don't know what their fuck they're doing. I packed up my car to drive to WWE with a fucking six figure contract. But look at me. I struggled to get there in my little car, you know, fuck you. And we get the bullshit on Twitter afterwards, whatever. I, I don't think it's a, an outright troll mainly because of who responded to him. Worker's going to work. Yeah. But I don't know. Dickhead's going to dickhead in my opinion, but whatever. We'll see how he gets fed to Roman. If he gets fed. Oh, he'll get fed to him. He'll get fed to him. It was a further along the story. There is no way Omos is going to win. We all know that. Two and a quarter. Ryan. I did not expect that match to be as good as what it was. And for two giant men to display power things that made me go, holy fuck, is a testament. Because they're both big men anyways. You expect them to be powerful. But they both did things in this match that, Wow. Like it bloomed like the power slam at the end, he forced up Omas and held him up. And that was straight. And those body slams to Strowman, whether he's hoping or not, fucking impressive. Both of those guys had a great match. I thought it was way better than what I expected. And the Roy kid did die. Strowman need to be the one to go over there. If we're not doing lucha match lucha moves in a fucking big man versus big man match, what are we fucking doing anymore? Actual yeah, wrestling yeah. storytelling. But yeah, you bitched about it during Leslie. 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 Okay. Lashley. Let's go, lawyer, Bobby bitch. Lindsay. <laughs> Leslie and Brooke. Leslie and Brooke. So, lawyer, bitch. Brooke Lindsay. Yo, no. dog, I heard you like tag team matches. No, what, what, in all seriousness, I, I do want to quickly say something. That, that match is a testament to how much I miss Brody Lee. Okay. I'll allow it. So let me read you the bit. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I play. I fucking do. <laughs> Undisputed WWE tag team championships. Might I add before you roots. continue? This was match of the fucking night, by the way. Continue. 10 minutes, 45 seconds. Can't gave this three and a quarter. Okay, Ryan, go ahead. What a fucking match. When they announced at the beginning that Jay was hurt and pointed out the extra tape, I went, they might actually do a title change here. And every close near fall was, oh shit, this might actually happen. Because there was no reason why legitimately you couldn't do it. And then the boys doing the tributes to Seamus, every little thing about the storytelling and everything was fantastic in this. I thought. Deets. I wouldn't call it your five-star painter, but uh, great match. Super fun. Uh, love the callbacks to Sheamus. Uh, loved all the close finishes. There was multitudes. Uh, crowd was super into it. Uh, it just sucks. I don't think these guys ever go over on Usos. 
to get the titles from them. Uh, fun match. I ain't gonna go five, but but we'll go uh, we'll go three and three quarter. Like great match. Same rating piece of shit. Uh, great match. Honestly, I thought this could have been better, to be honest, between these two teams. But if Jay was legitimately hurt, um, I understand why. Um, there was no way the Bruce were winning. I didn't buy any near fall. Sorry, Ryan. I just didn't. Um, because I knew they were building up towards the new day for SmackDown. So I just didn't even bother. It, I, it didn't, it didn't, I didn't buy anything about the near falls, but it was still great because it's the USOs and the Brawling Brutes. Chip. You got to suspend the disbelief, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, a couple of them I actually thought they were going to, uh, win. Uh, my match tonight as well. I don't get how it is, but these two, I mean, not, not, not both tag teams, but, uh, Butch and Ridge, they have just improved so much lately and they're just throwing out really decent to good, to really good matches. And the, the callbacks to, uh, Seamus were great. And it, it, the way they got him back by, uh, Slamming his arm on the um, steps. Great storytelling. Uh, my match tonight is almost a four and a quarter. Sleazy. I pretty much agree with everyone. I gave it four stars. Um, I think they're building it up to have Sammy be the, the other half of the tag championship uh, by Friday. I, I really do believe that they're they're going to go with Sami Zayn and Jimmy Uso as the tag champs going into SmackDown. Um, mainly because A, they can. They can freebird the shit out of that. And B, if Jay is truly hurt, what a ba- great way of doing that. They've built Sammy up in that respect. Why not? Plus, that'll create so much heat when Jay comes back. Main event, Jay Uso. So, yeah, match of the night, without question. Yo, dog, I heard you like women's matches. I do. Last woman's standing match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defends against Bailey. 20 minutes and 20 seconds. Can't give this three and three quarters? Overrating Sleep. piece of shit. Okay, so <laughs> go ahead. Uh, okay, now l- let's walk away from the finish because the finish was not great. dumb it, it, it harkens back to the john cena dave batista shock tape thing okay Fuck you. that finish is awesome it was fun. every time no every no, no, time no, no, no. something that actually stops them from getting up on their feet like that great what a like that was the whole point of the match i love every time they use duct tape i love this finish for that because it's brilliant here's my problem with it though if you have a person that's trying to do it to, I guess my problem with the finish isn't the fact that the finish is happening that way. It's the people in the ring that are doing it. Bianca Belair is this superhuman in theory woman that can just beat Bailey at any fucking time that she wishes apparently. 
And she's got to go to almost like a shortcut of trapping her in fucking a ladder to beat her. Really? It, it, it makes no sense at all from, from that perspective. The actual finish was creative. You're absolutely right about that. And so was the duct tape finish. But it fit Cena's character almost better than it does with Bianca. And once again, what are we fucking doing with Bailey here? Are we just going to keep throwing her in front of title matches so she loses over and over again? Even her... I hate to say it this way, but her flunkies are doing a better job of winning titles than she is. What the fuck? They're adding to their ranks with everyone winning a title but her. What the fuck's going on here? Ridiculous. Two and three quarters. Ryan, take care of my light work. Oh, fuck you. What is your fucking problem with this match? Like, this was a fantastic match. This makes Bailey drive her more and more crazy. This gives Bailey's team the chance to now win war games and gives Bailey another reason to come back after Bel Air, which should have been this feud last year, but Bailey got hurt. Now, I get the excess and the new people on it, but this is exactly what the feud should have been last year. Same with the Orton and Drew feud from 2020. Orton had to beat him at one point for the belt just to keep it a little bit fresh. War Games is going to happen, which means they don't have a singles match, but they are wrestling for another straight premium live event. The next one after that, if they have a show before the Rumble, which I don't think they are, fine. If not the Rumble, Bailey either wins there or Bailey wins the Rumble. Well, I give this three stars. I thought it was good. Some of the spots, like the golf cart spot, I really didn't like. I did like the finish. I thought it was creative, and it didn't. I don't think it was out of Beller's character at all. It just made it look smart because Deese is going to say "thick ass Bailey," and yeah, that's exactly what happened. She was too thick to get out of it, which was hilarious, but also made Beller look smart by doing it. So, by the way, I clapped because of the college football playoff rankings. So, Chip knows. Are they they what we thought? They're what I thought. (laughs) I agree with you. Georgia's one. Ohio State, two. Michigan, three. TCU is four. four. Yeah. So, they're at least good. Backtracking, you'll hear about that tomorrow night. Uh, (laughs) But I think... It wasn't against Bella's character. It actually made her look smart and actually added to her character. Bitch, we're a quarter star away from each other. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm saying that you think it was out of her character, and I'm like, I disagree. Made added to her character. But anyway, Chip. I did enjoy this match. I enjoyed it more than their last match. The creative at the end, yes. That as soon as I saw her put it against the turnbuckle, I'm like, oh, okay. But Bailey, she wiggled out a little too much, so proving she could have gotten out of there. But uh, I mean, it furthers along the story, and it's like to me, from the Judgment Day match on. This this crown jewel went into full effect. 
the first couple of matches I didn't think were even worthy of being on the card, but from the judgment day on, it, the show just picked up. So, uh, three stars. All right, Deets. All y'all overrated. Y'all. <laughs> all y'all overrated. Giant birds everywhere. Golf cart spot. Dumb. Ending. Terrible. Makes Bel Air look incredibly weak. I, I, I will say it. I'll agree. I agree and disagree. It makes her look smart, yes, but she doesn't play the smart game. It, she's supposed to be the fantastic wonder of excellence, superiority, EST of everything. And then for her to, to get trapped by her own shortcomings, one and a half stars. Her own shortcoming. I think that's a thick shortcoming. I can't say that right now because somebody else is in the room. <laughs> I was, I, I pushed it in there just so I could get a response from you. Oh my! How the fuck saying? do you lose a match by having a gigantic ass and your ass can't fit through the fucking? I'm done. <laughs> fucking brilliant! Fuck you. <laughs> Ridiculous. This is why I'm on this show. <laughs> Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defense against Logan Paul. 24 minutes and 50 seconds. Ken gave this four stars. I'm interested in what Deets has to say first. Okay. So y'all know I'm a big Paul Batter fan. Uh, I did not like the beginning. Uh, once it got about... Once he hit the buckshot... Lariat, and I believe that's also where he got hurt. He says he got hurt on the splash on the table. Oh, okay. If, <laughs> that would make sense. That would make sense. Uh, once he hit the Lariat, then it started to pick up, make sense. Uh, what I really enjoyed were Paul's cronies. So, Mike Menjack uh, and George getting in with the Usos, and the Usos just basically absolutely murdering them. Uh, I immediately call for them to be the next Stooges. <laughs> I, I need that in my life. If I could watch those two just dress up as idiots and try and help their friend, and every single time they get kicked in the face, I'd pay $9.99 for it every single time. Uh, I appreciated Jake coming in. Uh it's those Paul brothers bring in so many different views for WWE. It, it is all just good business. Uh, match wise four and a half. Uh, I won't call it my match of the night, but it is my best rating of the night just because it had everything. And the progression of Roman. That's how not fucking match rating works. Dumbass. Well, no, I hope not me step on a fucking Lego. Let's just get that in there now. So <laughs> I don't. My kids don't play with. Well, she does play with Legos, but they're not allowed on the floor. Fine, so. Lincoln logs. Well, now I got to make friends with your kid just to convince her to fucking put a Lego on the floor so your fat ass can step on it. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, I, I, I this, it, it, the story was there. 
the progression of everything. It was a confident Roman Reigns going in and then leaving super psyched that he fucking won the match. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, this was also made the, my, made, made, made the pay-per-view. This was also my match of the night. Like it was Deet's match of the night. Um, it was a way better match than I expected it to be. Way longer than I thought it would be. I thought this would be 10 minutes. And listen, all gets a little bit of offense in and then Reigns just wrecks him. But Reigns gave him offense and made him look spectacular. And the story was building up. This Reigns was overconfident. And then, he, like you said, he walked down. And he's so like, Whew. that was a close one. Yeah. Like, to me, it, it, it was everything. The ebb and flow of Roman, the hot shot upstart, the cocky prick brother coming in and laying somebody out. Like, it, it hit every fucking notch for me. Um, Great fucking. It ended perfectly. A little too much Gaga, but I think I don't remember who said it. But I think it was Sleazy maybe said you kind of needed it though. Um, at the end of the match, um, but yeah, it was way better than I thought it would be. And you mentioned it, uh, Logan Paul absolutely destroyed his knee sometime during that match, which is kind of a shame because he's been absolutely excellent. But yeah, I gave a four stars match of the night. Uh, Chip. I agree, four stars. Uh, not my match tonight, but I will give it four stars. It was great. It was a lot better than I thought. A lot better. I thought it was going to be good, but this is this is really good. And Logan Paul is just one of those you don't see it come around that often, but it's one of those that can just go. And he's well trained. The buckshot Larry was beautiful. The splash from the to break the table was. Well done, and he threw the camera in for a little <laughs> selfie action going on and recorded it for Facebook Live or Twitter or Instagram, whatever the hell he was on at the time. Um, yeah, really good. I'm going to do Sleazy last, Ryan. I wanted this to be match of night. I think Logan Paul's fucking amazing. He, if there's three matches, he's doing so fucking good. I really, I can't say I believe Logan Paul was going to win, but there was a couple of moments when that would have been the time to do it. Okay. All right, uh, Sleazy. Let me just start with this. <laughs> I, I really, I really believe. Jesus, he had height. That this picture here, and sorry for the folks that are just listening to us on the podcast, this picture absolutely personifies the match. And it will be one of the things that will be remembered for this match. And it will be one of the things that will be remembered for any type of celebrity interaction in a match for years to come. This who's also- the, who, who's the who's the guy that uh does the paintings for them and sells the sells the prints on? The- I can't remember. But Schmeckler, Meckler, yeah, Schneider, Rob, something. I would buy this if he paints that. Mm-hmm. This picture also solidifies Roman Reigns as quite possibly the best wrestler. 
in the world in the last 20 years. And that's a huge thing to say. I think he's eclipsed Cena at this point. I think he's eclipsed so many other major stars. Omega couldn't put him over like this. Here's the Omega thing. Omega would no sell him. That's, that's but, why I'm saying it. But I think that this, this picture says everything you need to know about professional wrestling as a whole. This is why we do what we do in professional wrestling to have a moment like this. And the fact that one of these people is a YouTuber with three matches worth of experience under their belt. And this is what we got out of this is fucking amazing. And I'm going to sit here and say, while yes, it was needed. The Gaga was needed. It still hurt the finish of the match. And I'm also going to give it four stars, but it wasn't my match of the night only because of that. But from a historic perspective, people are going to look on this night, this match, and specifically that moment and say, holy shit, Roman Reigns truly is the man. Because he got something like that out of Logan Paul. Because with all due respect to Logan Paul, he was a part of that match too. But how they went through the pacing of that, how they went through and put the match together was 90% Roman, and you're not going to be able to tell me any different. A master class. It was a master class. You're absolutely right. Of how to book a match to make somebody look like they had a fucking chance when in all rights, they had no chance in hell of winning. So while this, while this isn't the best match of Roman Reigns' career, it is going to be the most historic one because I do believe it cements him as the best wrestler in the last 20 years. So I'll, I'll go one even further on you. How well he did, if he didn't get hurt, 90% of my thought process going into Royal Rumble – Cody comes back and wins. If Paul doesn't get hurt, Logan Paul could probably won the Rumble, and we see this again in Mania. I would be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked if he went through the Rumble and won. The problem ends up being is you still have to justify the fact that why did he get this match? So. Throwing him in the Rumble and having him win the Rumble would absolutely justify that second match. So I still don't believe he's going to be that man that dethrones Roman, though. I think they're saving that for Cody. I, yes and no, because no matter what, I think Roman goes on both nights if they do two nights again. Like they are matches? Yep. Kind of one like for what each. they did in Wrestle Kingdom. Yep, one for each title. And that'll give the separation again. Because he'll drop one. Whether it be Cody, whether it be Paul, that's what I'm thinking. So fuck whether it be Rock. Who knows? I doubt it's gonna be Rock. Don't give Chip his due. <laughs> Never if he knows. faces Rock, Rock's putting him over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I was honestly. That's what I would think. Do you know when I think The Rock is going to put him over at the Rumble? <laughs> that would be the time to put him over. It's a big four. No one. We we've talked about this before. 
what you have to make your champion as strong as possible for the Royal Rumble winner. What a better way to make him more strong than to throw the rock at him. The only reason why I don't think it's going to be the rock at all is because I think they're going to throw Strowman at him on the Royal Rumble instead, which solves the same problem. Yeah, like I'm I'm sitting here saying well, you got to make Roman Reigns look strong after two fucking years. Yeah, He's after- been champion a fifth of his main roster career. Think about that for a second. Yep, but at least it's been a good run. That's I'm not saying it isn't. No, right? Uh we lost Ryan because he's a mark. Uh, Bye, Ryan. Overall, overall thoughts on the show. I liked it. I'll go. Good show. <laughs> fun show. Yeah. Uh and I wouldn't say maybe the best crown jewel, but a memorable one. I agree. Like I said, it picked up after uh, at the Judgment Day match and just kept going. Yeah, it was so. a good show. It was a good show. It was a good show, yep. and it's 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 going to be remembered for the Paul Reigns match. Um, so that's it. Um, we'll take a quick break. On the other end, we're going to do news and rumors. Fat Man, you got something to tease? Uh, WWE's third quarter earnings and an update on the investigation into Vince McMahon. Ooh, spicy. We'll be back after this. And we're back, folks. So what do we got on the docket for news and rumors here? Okay, so about WWE's third quarter earnings. Uh, the revenue was $304.6 million, which is an increase of 19%. Operating income was $58.9 million, which was a decrease of 8%. The adjusted EBITDA was 9 91.2 million, which was an increase of 17%. Uh, returned nine, 9.1 million of capital to shareholders, dividends paid out. Uh, Clash at the Castle was the most international event in WWE history until Crown Jewel. That surpassed it. Uh, each WWE domestic premium live event, Money in the Bank, uh, SummerSlam, and Stream Rules was watched, was the most watched event in the history with a year-to-year increases of 17, 20, and 36% respectively. Uh, WWE announced a multi-year agreement um, with a uh, Foxtel group to send distribution in Australia. WWE announced the creation of XC Europe, which is planned to loss in 2023. Uh, WWE announced the the Campus Rush, which we talked about. Um, In February, the company's adjusted EBITDA was... uh, 360 to 375 million, but that increased to 370 to 385 million. So, so business is good. Yes. <laughs> when you okay. have increased revenue and decreased operating income. Why the decreased operating income is what I'm interested to hear about. How did they manage to shrink all their their operating income? Is it simply because a lot of it was done to Thunderdome? Well, that should have been even cheaper, but this is quarter to quarter. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So, so we're talking third quarter, which would have been what August to end of October. October. Mm-hmm. So we had what two, three, three pay per views. That's it. 
four four well it had to be july through october because it's money the bank SummerSlam, and extreme rules okay so okay that that actually makes sense then because if you're not running more than three shows then that would that would cut into your operating expenses right there but they're obviously really well sold shows i mean Mm-hmm. Fuck, there wasn't there a um a piece of it where they were talking about uh international ticket sales went over like eight million which was just clash that, and a couple that, of canadian shows it was clash clash yeah, but they over, went to they went to canada right but clash did over eight million dollars at the gate by itself oh i i so i was under the impression that they came from that number because they thought um, that the international shales were only clashed at the castle, but that wasn't true. Although to be fair, it, it was 90% of it. I mean, they went to Montreal once and that's the only reason why they, they had that. It isn't all clashed. Well, they also did a couple of house shows in Winnipeg. They did a run oh, did they? Yeah. and Mitten and stuff like that. So, but for what I read, clash did 8 million by itself. Wow. That's fucking amazing for a fucking UK paper. Okay, and let's talk about Vince. During that same conference call, a special committee of independent members of the board of directors were were informed to investigate alleged misconduct by Vincent K. McMahon, the company's former uh, chairman and CEO, who resigned uh, on July 2020, July 20, July 22nd of 2022 what remains a, a stockholder with controlling interest and other and another executive who was also no longer with the company i'm assuming johnny ace the smush uh, the special committee investigation now complete and the special committee has been disbanded management is working with the board more to implement the recommendations to the special committee related to excuse me, the investigation for the three and nine month periods ending September 30th, 2022, the company's uh, consolidated pre-tax result according to the impact of 17.7 million and 19.4 million respectively associated with certain costs related to the investigation. Wow. Seeing, see some of the FCC's filings, including but not limited to its annual report, on form 10 slash K dash A and quarterly <laughs> reports, blah, blah, blah. How fucking specific. Yeah. It's so essentially they spent almost $20 million on the investigation. I, you know what I think is that I think the numbers kind of, um, I don't want to say it's blown out of proportion, but I think it's money paid back from things that they thought were money that they right. needed. I don't think that they spent 20 million on the investigation itself. It just cost the company 20 million to investigate it, which is, which sounds similar, but it's, it, it, no, I, yeah, I understand. you know what I mean? Um, holy shit, dude, fucking buy a hooker. It's like eh, 600 bucks. What the fuck you do And apparently he was seen in New York City with a mystery woman and bodyguards around him. Who cares? Who gives a I, shit? He's fucking he's single, in fact. He's been he's been separated for years. Yeah. Like what? it's been the worst kept secret in wrestling that he's been divorced and separated. It doesn't matter. This is fucking dumb. it's a handshake marriage at this point. And it's been right. like that for years. Whatever. Oh, okay. So is AEW about to do house shows? 
ask uh, the the you know J E double F J A double R E double T. Yeah, that's double J Jeff Jarrett coming down the ring in a bunch of black, but whatever. <laughs> wow, so you watched the product too? Wow, AEW has. Oh, AEW has instead concentrating on holding televised events. The company had a competitive advantage over WWE. No, it didn't. Really? <laughs> While still performing house shows, however, in the aftermath of COVID 19 pandemic, WWE has reduced its touring schedule. Jeff Jarrett's new role as director of business development may include assisting AEW with house shows, according to. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Meltzer. We need to get a good cadence going on that. Jesus Christ. Right now, there's no definitive plan. Right now, there's no definitive plans for AWU house shows, but a lot of wrestlers on the roster would like to wrestle more and have expressed interest in them. Meltzer noted that expanding the live schedule for AW is difficult because the product has been the coldest since its debut. The advantage of working house shows is that it will allow talent to work on things in the ring in front of a live audience without the constrictions and pressure of doing it on a live television show. In addition, younger wrestlers get more ring time. To make house shows profitable, top stars on the card are required, and it's possible that Chris Jericho, John Moxley, MJF, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and others won't work them at all. Okay, so I I have a couple of things to say about that. Number one, I literally touched last Friday the building that they ran for Rampage, and I didn't go in. Or what? And was it the Boardwalk Arena? They were in the Boardwalk Hall. Mm-hmm. I obviously I live in Atlantic City. Literally walked down down the boardwalk as they're running the show that show started at eight o'clock and the reason why i make that important announcement is that what a better way to run a house show without running a house show when you tack it on a rampage so that you get the best of both worlds you get the house show part of the show the eight to ten block and then you have the live show 10 to 11 so you get the benefit of the stars coming to the show you you're taping tv product but you're also getting that house show vibe too if they continue doing that that actually makes sense the problem with rampage it's a nothing show they got to build it up i agree and they want to have yes is joe a star yes is warlow a star Eh. Your biggest draw is Joe on that show. Your biggest draw was not Joe on that show. Not Indeed. this particular show. Yeah. It was, oh, it was definitely not. It was, was Shabbat. Yeah. But yep. again, they drew less than a thousand people. Again, Shabbat not was only announced three days before, two days before. It was two days before. The show was, you know what their big draw was? Fucking Iron Mike Tyson. What? What the fuck? No, they no. I I 100% believe they thought they the big draw was Iron Mike Tyson for two reasons. Number one, Atlantic City one. One, it was Atlantic City. Two, the prices of the tickets were fifteen dollars until they announced Mike Tyson. And then they went up to twenty. 
So they thought he was the draw. <laughs> and they were wrong. Wow. They were absolutely wrong. But that's exactly what they were thinking. But he didn't do anything. He went out, did a mm-hmm. did the Shibata match on commentary, and that was it. Yes, you're absolutely right. That was, the first time, that was the first time I watched Rampage live in a long time. Yeah. There were people literally walking out the door after the Shibata match. I know. I was there. I watched <laughs> them. So, yeah. They just got to make... It's a good philosophy, what you're saying. They just got to make Rampage important for people to actually fucking buy tickets to it. I 100% agree with you. They, they need to put stars on there. They need to make it truly a second show not the 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 mid-card show for all the mid-carders the mid-card it is jade cargirl's legitimate show (laughs) okay there's a lot of fallout from steve falls interview with billy corgan and more information about nick aldis and corgan's problems is emerging Fightful was scheduled to interview all this, but the interview was canceled after news broke that all this was given his notice and was pulled from the NWA shows. All this data that Corgan's apologize, I'm so sorry. Get it out. <laughs> that Corgan's disrespect for himself and his wife Mickey James in the run-up to and after the inaugural NWA Empower pay-per-view is a huge reason reason for the deterioration of all his relationship with the NWA. It was also stated that both have never publicly discussed this because Aldis was a top star in the company. Several women who have appeared on the show on a regular basis felt disrespectful with Corgan and Trevor Murdoch claimed there wasn't enough depth of women for a second empowered show. During an interview with Steve Paul, Corgan said the following, I'm really intrigued by the, by the interest in Empower. We continue to want to do it. We continue to discuss. We seem to have discussions with other companies about working together to create the Fresh Power event. The last time I talked about it, I created some headlines because people took umbrage with the fact. In fact, I have Maria Canales, and I've known Maria for many years, and I love Maria. But even Maria Canales is calling me out, saying something about we we have women and da da da. I think every company has a right to decide their level of standard. When you create a world-class event like Empowered, and it was a world-class event, we set a very, very high standard and what we expected. Of course, there'd be plenty of great professional wrestlers in the world. Can they wrestle the NWA style? Can they carry a three-hour pay-per-view? Can they move... Yeah, I saw these come up. Can they move the case of women's wrestling not just in wrestling but in terms of international media forward these are my concerns so everybody has their own vision of it that's my vision of it and that's why i'm still on that until we can provide a world-class event with the with some of the best professional wrestlers in the world of course in this case females on the card then we won't do it all this weird howling that goes on around and it seems very strange to me because we're talking about because we're taking a positive and you're making a negative out of positive. That's so weird to me. There's so much to unpack there. Number one. Okay. Let's start by the most obvious thing. Fuck you and burying your entire division by saying that. (laughs) Like, yes. (laughs) What the fuck? Despite all all his rage, you still were at the cage. Remember that. Yeah. Well, 
he needs to go sit in his corner for a while, I guess. I, what what are you saying that for? I mean, I understand, you know, maybe a logistical situation happens and you don't think you can run the show. That's fine, whatever. But to sit there and basically bury your own roster by saying, we don't have enough good talent on our roster to do another Empower show is just fucking, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Even if, let's say for the sake of argument, you're right, which you kind of are. I've, I've seen their roster right now. There's not that many, like, huge, quote unquote, huge names, like former WWE star of this or former TNA star of that. Yeah, you can bring those people in. You, you still got fucking Mickey James there that could sell a show. I mean, if you're looking for a show that could truly draw, she's a draw. What the fuck are you talking about? If you're looking for other people from other promotions, you just couldn't get the logistics. That's fine. But don't bury your fucking roster by saying that. Just say that logistically it didn't work out at this time. And to, to go back to, to Aldis and um, the, the heat between them and Corgan, was I under the impression that Aldis said that he was not renewing his contract first or that Corgan's claiming that he wasn't going to resign him period before Aldis said he wasn't. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Go ahead. Teats. I, 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 I just literally pulled up the roster. Like they have Camille Brickhouse, Allison K, Angelina love Chelsea green now signed with WWE. Now not confirmed yet. To sign with WWE. Yeah. It's a rumor, but, but still Ky- uh, Kylie Ray, Kylan King, Marty bell, Mickey James, Natalie Markova, like Taryn Terrell, like that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Like quality, every person I just named was quality. Yeah, and they don't have enough. Kyle you could James. Kyle, oh, he just wrestled at, uh, in Rumble Forty Fourth, right? So did Ky- uh, Kylie Ray. Yeah, Kylan faced Mayu and. Uh, Kylie Ray was in the tag match. You're going to tell me you can't find any Japan stars that wouldn't want to come over? Fuck yeah, you seriously. Have, you, well, have you could always get impact. Impact, AEW. Yeah. They've had working relationships in the past. Um, I hate to say this. There's a bunch of GCW women that would love you to You can do that. GCW. You can do New Japan. There's a bunch of people that you can start them. <laughs> Stardom, there's a bunch. Well, that I knew Japan's where I kind of bumped that in, but there's a bunch of people you can get to wrestle on those shows. Now, if you couldn't get them, like you said, that's one thing, but you did bury the roster. He's right in saying, I think, as much as what he's done with the NWA, I think he thinks that the NWA product and name is bigger than what it actually is. It's not the NWA that it used to be, and I think that's kind of what he's still but it's banking better on. than what it's not the NWA what it used to be, but it's still better than what it was. So, and that's that that's a step in the forward. But I think he's on because he said he was talking about WWE going on the network, and I think I mentioned that last week or the week before. But <clears throat> excuse me, he he thinks his product is here, and yes, they have a good product. But in all actuality, his product's like here. 
and it's going to promote. I, and, I chalk that up. There. Yes. And so, but you also say to me, it read like, we don't, we, we want to have the best show possible, but we don't got the talent to do it. So we're not going to do it. And until we get the talent, we're not going to like, it just, it was, it was like, it just read weird. So, and okay. Honestly, you sound like a sexist jackass. He did. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, that, that, women, that's what I women, women don't draw. And I, I'm curious if anyone wants to look it up for me, what the first in power did as far as pay-per-view buys. And did Evolution do better? Evolution was also on the network too, so... Was it? Yes. Okay. Uh, the NWA Empower pay-per-view, uh, it was a fight TV exclusive, did okay. 3,500 buys. Okay. So I'm going to look up a I'm going to casually look one up that's uh, uh, about that time. Uh, the When Our Shadows Fall one, that was back in, um, <laughs> that was June 2021. Uh, what was this? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was, I watched that the day of my surgery. I remember that. Okay. I remember watching that show the day of my surgery. I'm trying to find uh, continue on. I'll, I'll find them. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's just, we'll go to a different topic. We'll see as he looks that up, but to put a pin in it, sexist, not really knowing his roster. And maybe he just, maybe other people want to do it. And he didn't think it was successful enough. And he's trying to be a scapegoat. He's trying to say this as being a way of not doing it. Instead of saying we tried it. It was a good show, but it just wasn't financially as big as I wanted it to be. Therefore, I'm not doing another one. That's all he had to say. But you could have found a better distributor then. Yes. Um, WB is working on a Bianca Belair and Martez Ford reality show. Yep. As they should. Um, Nick Khan has signed a long term contract with WWE. Um, WWE is launching the search for Africa's next WWE superstar. Good. Yes. Did not hear that. (laughs) It started actually, I think today. It's Mm. going through like November 27th. It's held in Nigeria. Um, Omas is there now because that's his home country. And it's it's open to any athlete who was of African descent born in Africa. So that's that's good. Uh, WWE filed for the TLC trademark. I think it probably just came up and they just wanted to renew it. And our uh, truth tore his quad at NXT last week. Yeah, that was pretty gross too. Damn, that sucks. Um, just a quick uh, thing. This was the show that happened just before the Empower pay per view. It was headlined big with Nick versus. Uh, Trevor Murdoch, it was the one where Trevor um, lost by DQ. Okay. It was uh, yep. Camille versus Serena Deeb. That show did less than $500, uh, 500 buys. This was the- That's a 500 buys? Yes. The show before wow. the Empower pay-per-view. 
So it, it did empower out Yeah, it did yeah. seven times the buy rate. Seven times the buy rate. Yeah. Okay. He so, should just stick to staying on YouTube, dude. When they started going heavy on YouTube and they, they it got interesting again and then it just fell off. But Aldis needs to get the fuck out. Get to NXT. Yeah. Like I, I would love to see him feud with Breaker. NXT a good good spot. You know this would be a good spot for him? Going back to impact. No, I I, I don't want to see I I we've seen yeah, it before. Yeah, we've seen it before, and I think w, NXT WWE be the perfect perfect spot for him. I think we all agree the least perfect spot for him would be AEW because he's just gonna get lost in the shuffle. Correct. That's Correct. it. And, until until they find out who can actually book a damn show, AEW still in still in terrible terrible trouble. Throw the fuck Oh, my cat's all like, "What was that, Dad? What did you just <laughs> throw, Dad?" Sorry, right. I'm I suffered a wound from my new dog. Uh, I pulled a hangnail, so I'm bleeding. But yeah, no, <laughs> wow. totally bit me. Oh God, five stitches. How Jesus? Yeah, well, you got uh, a rabies shot. Nah, luckily I had my Tdap done back in 2014 or 2019. I'm sorry. All right, that's it. Yeah, uh, Deets, put yourself over. Listen, I'm at Legendary Deets. I just fuck around, talk shit about wrestling. Also, shout out to uh, uh my main man Marlon Humphrey. Uh, gave me a follow yesterday. Super happy about that. Marlon Humphrey is the one of the best cornerbacks in all of football. So appreciate what? that, man. So hashtag towels. <laughs> no, no, not not hashtag towels, but it was a an acknowledgement of greatness. On both sides. I was gonna say great acknowledging great. Unbelievable. Chip, put yourself over. You can find me and Fat Man on the Best Darn Sports Show Period 2. And we'll be recording tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. We're going over a lot of college football talk. Hockey is in full swing now. Um, NFL is going strong. NASCAR just finished their season up. And the World Cup is right around the corner. So we're definitely going to be talking a lot on that. We have our, we just got an email of our, um, World Cup pool. You can find me on Twitter at SportsGuru728. And also, uh, you get a chance to watch Battle Autumn or Autumn Battle 22 happen November 5th. No, Carl Anderson was not there because he was a little busy in um, Saudi Arabia. But Hikaleo told him not to, told NJPW not to strip him the belt and don't take it away from the Tokyo Dome. And I just read today that FTR is going to be in Wrestle Kingdom. And um, also heard that uh, today Will Osprey said he'd, he'd really like to get a match with uh, Seth Rollins. Not saying it's going to happen, but just little Easter eggs. Uh, I have some breaking news. Okay. Former WWE uh, talent, Cain Velasquez, has officially been granted bail. Wow. Fuck. Everyone run. Okay. Holy we guess we'll be talking about that tomorrow. So the okay. best darn uh, sports show period two runs 
uh, Wednesdays at nine. Yes. Wednesdays at nine on Wednesdays Twitch. Okay, cool. Um, fuck Ryan. He left early. So fuck him. Fuck Ryan Butchgot. Ryan Butchgotch. Wow. Ryan Botchgotch. Pretty much. Uh, R slash the wrestling show on Reddit. He fucks around there. I fuck around on there. Find us. Um, I'm at TV with Sleazy. As I've taken a drink. Can you do yes, fat man? And we are at Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Please go on over there. Give us a like, follow, etc. Uh, videos of the show you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleazy the Fat Man, youtube.com slash Sleazy the Fat Man, which now are um, podcast posts to YouTube too. So if you guys want to listen to, to the show on YouTube, you can do that. Um, but we're also um, premium videos, obviously, onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. Um, you can find all sorts of content on the wrestling show.com, including articles, merch, tons of other cool stuff. Fat man's articles are on there. Uh, we're all trying to put a bunch of cool stuff in. Uh, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, 8 a.m., wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Podbean. Um, we are, like I said last week, we are switching over uh, from the Gear Network. We are on our own. So this, these are the last couple of episodes that you'll be listening to us on the Gear Network. So make sure you go to our website at thewrestlingshow.com and find our new Spotify links. If you have um, the old ones, they will no longer be useful to you. Um, you can basically get all of our stuff at our brand new link tree. It's linktr.ee slash sleazy fat man. That has all of our social media of our personal stuff, as well as the shows, all the social media, all the, the podcast stuff is all in that one link. That'll be in the show liner notes here tonight. Um, don't hesitate to rate us on every platform. It really does help us out. So with thanks uh, to Dietz for coming on the show. For thanks to Chip for being here. Fuck Ryan. And as always, for Sleazy. For the fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer because. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan. Fuck Killing Mega. Hot dogs on a sandwich. Subs on a sandwich. Um, and. Update on my health. I do have a herniated disc in my neck, which is pushing on my vocal cords, which is why it's like this. I will be needing a second surgery on my elbow December 1st. So one of these fuckers is going to have to pick up the slack because I won't be able to type for about a month. So that'll be fun. So yeah. But I will be on the podcast every week because that's what I do. Nothing to